0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season Three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Core marathon in three years. A comment Governor Yunkin made about Nancy Pelosi's husband is leading to calls for him to apologize. I'm Nick Iinelli.
0: Some Metro bus rides could be free under an idea proposed by some DC council members. I'm Sandy Kozel.
1: Why is Russia pulling out of a deal allowing grain to be exported from Ukraine? It's eleven o'clock is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel.
2: I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. A national mourning period is underway in South Korea after at least 153 people were killed in the crush of a crowd after a huge Halloween party. CBS's Wendy Gillette has the story. Ambulance sirens wailed in the streets of Seoul as first responders and anyone prepared to help desperately perform CPR to try to save those who had stopped breathing. Crowds celebrating Halloween had surged into a narrow alley near popular clubs and bars. And it was there that the crush became too much and many fell, toppling each other like dominoes, according to one survivor. More than 2,600 people are still missing. The head of the National Republican Senatorial Committee is condemning the attack on Paul Pelosi, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi.
1: We can have a heated conversation about the issues, but this violence has got to stop. This is, this is horrible, and my heart goes out to Paul Pelosi, and I hope he has a full recovery.
2: Senator Rick Scott spoke on CNN. The suspect will be charged with breaking into the Pelosi home and beating 82-year-old Paul with a hammer. Mr. Pelosi suffered serious injuries, including a fractured skull. Russia has suspended a U.N. deal to let ships carrying Ukrainian grain pass safely. Ukrainian President Zelensky calling the move an absolutely transparent intention of Russia to return the threat of large-scale famine to Africa and Asia. In Somalia, at least 100 people have been killed after two separate car bombings. Somalia's president...
3: (laughs)
4: So far, the number of people who died has reached 100, 300 are wounded, and both figures continue to increase.
2: This was the deadliest attack in Somalia since a truck bombing at the same spot in October of 2017 that killed more than 500 people. Brazilians are going to the polls today in a runoff election for president. The BBC's Katie Watson picks up the story from there. People here have a stark choice to make. Far-right Jair Bolsonaro, who has the support of conservatives, yet has been accused of undermining democracy, or former President Lula da Silva, who lifted millions out of poverty when he was first president, but has been tainted by corruption scandals. Most opinion polls gave the edge to da Silva, but political analysts say the race has gotten tighter in recent weeks. The Astros beat the Phillies last night 5 to 2 to tie the World Series at game at one game apiece. Astros manager Dusty Baker says he's glad his team is now heading to Philadelphia on the upswing.
3: It's good for the city, good for our fans.
2: Game 3 tomorrow. This is CBS News.
1: If you're a business owner, you can save a ton of money on a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74 Steel and get a quote today.
0: It's 1103 on Sunday, October 30th. 53 degrees, increasing clouds today with highs in the mid-60s. Morning, I'm Sandy Kozel with the top local stories we're following this hour. For the first time since 2019, thousands of runners are dominating the streets of D.C. and Northern Virginia because it's race day for the Marine Corps Marathon are
1: sent 20,000 racers from all 50 states and dozens of countries on their 26.2 mile goal. So it's been a three-year journey to get here. Racers will run in Arlington, head to Georgetown, the National Mall, East Potomac Park, and then back towards the Pentagon, finishing at the Marine Corps War Memorial. Some are running for more than just a personal record. Earlier this year, we lost a fellow Marine that was very close to us. The only thing that's going to be getting me through this race is uh, Sergeant Dylan Pena, who I'm here for today. In Arlington, Luke Luger, WTOP News.
0: Stay with us for Traffic on the Aids because there are a lot of closures due to the race. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is drawing fire for his controversial comment just hours after Friday morning's attack on the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi.
1: Speaker Pelosi's husband, uh, they had a break-in last night in their house and he was assaulted. There's no room for violence anywhere, but we're going to send her back to be with him in California. That's what we're going to go do.
0: Youngkin was speaking at a rally for GOP congressional candidate Yesley Vega, who's running against incumbent Abigail Spanberger in Virginia's 7th congressional district. Democrats from across the state are denouncing the attack and Youngkin's comment, including Spanberger, in a tweet. Youngkin later sidestepped an apology when he gave an interview to Newsmax.
1: Listen, there is no room for this in America, and we have to stop this. And this lawlessness has has gotten out of control and I do I do sincerely hope that uh, Speaker Pelosi's husband recovers fully and quickly.
0: Late Saturday night, Speaker Pelosi issued a statement concerning the attack that left her husband hospitalized. She said the family is heartbroken over the attack, but grateful for the quick response of law enforcement and emergency services and for the life-saving medical care he's receiving. One pro football owner says the fate of Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder should be decided by other NFL owners, not the league. The Washington Post reports Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay continues to say that other owners need to monitor the situation closely so they can take appropriate action after a league commission probe is finished. The embattled Commanders owner is being investigated over reports of workplace misconduct with female employees. Snyder was fined $10 million by the league over the allegations and was suspended from day-to-day operation of the team. When the school year starts next fall, two elementary schools in Loudoun County will host a dual-language immersion program. The plan is to have two kindergarten classes per school learning Spanish and English simultaneously. One class will learn in English and the other in Spanish, and then halfway through the day, the teachers will switch. That means kindergartners will learn to read, write, and do math in both languages. Potomac Elementary School and Sanders Corner Elementary School will be the first to host the program. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Loudoun County Public Schools hosting a series of meetings through January where parents of soon-to-be kindergartners can learn more. Virginia's extended deadline for people to file their individual state income taxes for 2021 is almost here. Taxpayers must file by Tuesday in order to be eligible for the state's one-time income tax rebates of up to $250 for single filers, $500 for married couples filing jointly. Traffic and weather next. It's 1107. Here's Drew Malloy, the Technical Director for the Cybersecurity and Analytics Directorate at the Defense Information Security Agency on the CISO Handbook, Modernizing Cybersecurity at the Defense Department, sponsored by CyberArk.
5: Some of the holes that we currently have really around the application and data pillars are things that we need to work on. That strategy is going to be able to inform some of the decisions we make moving forward on how do we get to a zero-trust footing sooner.
0: Listen to the entire discussion on Federal
2: News Network. Search CyberArk. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K .com.
0: It's 1108.
4: Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
0: Traffic and weather on the aids to Joe Conway and the WTOP Traffic Center.
4: Sandy and Virginia, 95 northbound. The crash after Quantico. You're getting by to the left and about a 3 to 4 mile back up. The easy pass lanes are available for northbounders for a fee, of course. They also tell us the ramp from Quantico is closed to get on 95 northbound. Southbound 95 slows standard volume delays across the Occoquan, then rubbernecking delays southbound through Quantico to look at the northbound crash. 66 east after uh, is a slow approaching the Capitol Beltway, then the crash after Glebe Road still blocks the right lane. That's causing a delay. 395 northbound slows from the Pentagon toward the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Once you're in the district, reminder, can't access lower 14th of the 12th Street Expressway because of ongoing major closures for the Marine Corps Marathon back in Virginia. Closures include 110 between Roslyn and Crystal City. You'll have closures throughout the downtown Roslyn and downtown Crystal City areas for most of the day. The Memorial Bridge also unavailable. We've got a complete list at WTOP.com. In the district, I-295 northbound north of Malcolm X Avenue. Work zone, single lane gets by. I-295 southbound at the Suitland Parkway, a separate work zone, single lane gets through. Crash on westbound New York Avenue is at Montana Avenue blocking the left lane. Southbound 16th Street Northwest flows toward Park Road. There's a lot of fire department activity on Park Road itself to the west of 16th Street. In the city, major closures for the marathon include the Rock Creek Parkway, Independence Avenue between the Lincoln Memorial and Main Avenue, and 14th Street across the mall between Constitution Avenue and 395. We are brought to you by the Game of Life Scratch Off from the Maryland Lottery. Play for your chance to win up to a million dollars instantly. All roads lead to fun. Please play responsibly. And don't forget, the Game of Life is a trademark of Hasbro. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic.
3: The forecast from meteorologist Clay Anderson. For the remainder of our weekend, we will see partly sunny skies, increasing clouds throughout the afternoon. Temperatures today will top out in the mid-60s. Fair skies tonight. Temperatures fall to the mid-40s inside the Beltway, near 40 degrees out to our west. For trick-or-treaters and Monday, chance of rain. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson.
0: It's 56 outside the WTOP Studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in home estimate. It's 1110. Russia says it will pull out of a deal that's allowed grain to be exported from Ukraine, a deal that's helped bring down global food prices. Russia claims an alleged Ukrainian drone attack against Russian ships off the coast of Crimea is the reason. Mario Mancuso, a global affairs expert and former Pentagon official, Join John Aaron with more on the situation with Russia's Black Sea Fleet. We
5: know it was likely a Ukrainian attack. Now, the Ukrainians typically, when attacks are happening in and around Crimea, just given the sensitivity for Russia, uh, the Ukrainians have been a little bit coy about claiming credit. But there have been a number of oblique comments. There's been some video footage by Ukrainian journalists that seem to strongly suggest that this was a Ukrainian attack. But let me just emphasize something. If, in fact, it was a Ukrainian attack, this is a legitimate military target. And certainly the Ukrainians have the capability of mounting such an attack.
1: So is this what's actually driving the Russian decision to pull out of the grain deal, or is it something else?
5: Well, the Ukrainians have claimed that the Russians have wanted to get out of the deal anyway a long-standing, and the Russians are using it, in my view, as a pretext. But the fact is, is that what the Russians have been long trying to do, and this is, by the way, why they, from time to time, bring up the threat of using a tactical nuke, is trying to inflict as much damage on Ukraine, as much collateral damage, in a political sense, on Western capitals, so that Western capitals, like the US, like Germany, like the UK, like France, stop supporting Ukraine. That has been the Russian strategy. And so I think that's part of the Russian strategy here pull out of the deal, raise the political stakes in the region and for the West, raise the political cost to try to get them to stop supporting Ukraine. And that's because the Russians can no longer win. They can just only inflict pain. The irony here, of course, is that it's causing real, real damage to the global South, including especially Africa and the Middle East, but also some parts of Asia. So this was an important deal. And it's an unfortunate turn of events, but not entirely unexpected.
1: Now, as all this unfolds, we continue to ask, are we starting to see some? signs of fading support for Vladimir Putin in Russia.
5: What we're starting to see is more criticism from inside of the leadership circles from the right from the nationalist right. So there was a report that the founder and CEO of one of the Wagner group which is one of these uh, mercenary groups confronted Putin about the failures of the Russian military particularly by the Russian military leadership in Ukraine. What we know is that there is an unprecedented amount of dissension within the Russian leadership of Vladimir Putin. But what we should realize is that most of that criticism is coming from Putin's right, people who would, frankly, probably dig deeper into Ukraine. So Putin's position for now seems quite solid. But if you were to ask me, do you see him leaving anytime soon? I'd say to you, probably not. But if you were to ask me, do you see him in power in two years? I'd
0: have to say, hard to see. Global affairs expert, Mario Mancuso, 1113.
2: Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to... To Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Get Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included for just $29.99 a
0: month for two full years
2: with no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go
0: to Xfinity.com slash Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 11-14-22. Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply.
1: In appreciation for the remarkable sacrifices the military makes for our country, we at Select Auto Imports are matching all donations made to the Walter Reed Society through Veterans Day, up to $10,000. We're also offering special discounts to the military and their families on all certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Jaguar, Porsche, and Land Rovers. Join us in honoring our military. To donate, visit SelectAutoImports.com. Click on the Walter Reed Society logo. That's SelectAutoImports.com. Thank you. Your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
0: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. On this Sunday to Jay Brooks.
1: Hey, just about 12 minutes left in the third quarter and a good morning, Sandy, in jolly old England. As in London, that is Wembley Stadium where the two and five Jags have a 10-7 lead over the 2-5 and five Broncos. We'll keep you posted on this appetizer before the 1 o'clock kicks And Of course, at 425 this afternoon, Washington at Indianapolis should be a good one as the Colts are starting a rookie, well, making his first start, I should say, Sam Ellinger. And here is WTOP Sports Director Team Beat reporter George Wallace joining our Liz Anderson earlier today and talked about the Colts quarterback situation. Colts now have that kind of spark as well. Uh, after benching Matt Ryan this week. So they're going to have a rookie quarterback who's never taken NFL snaps. So that's kind of should worry the uh, commanders a little bit because you kind of get that Taylor Heineke kind of spark that that he provided. And the Colts should kind of get that today as well. It has been uh, October 27th, 2002 is the last time that Washington beat the Colts. That's when Steve Spurrier was the head coach. College football, Navy, with a senior day win in overtime over Temple yesterday, 27-20. to Midshipman next will be at Cincinnati this Saturday at 4. For the rest of the college scoreboard, go to the sports section of our website, WTOP.com. And to the ice caps, a 3-0 win in Nashville. Alex Ovechkin, an empty netter in the victory, but costly as TJ Oshley and John Carlson both left in the first period with lower body injuries. Team is off today. Then Washington in Game 3 of the 4-game road trip continue at Carolina tomorrow, a 7 o'clock face-off. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports.
0: The top stories we're following for you on WTOP, some 20,000 runners are taking part in the 47th annual version of the Marine Corps Marathon. This is the first time the race is being held in person in the D.C. area since 2019 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Concerned relatives race to hospitals in search of their loved ones as South Korea mourns the death of more than 150 people, mostly in their 20s and 30s. They got trapped and crushed after a huge Halloween party crowd surged into a narrow alley in a nightlife district in Seoul. The Washington Regional Alcohol Program is back with Sober Ride through tonight to prevent drunk driving. Drivers 21 or older can sign up for a lift pass for up to $15 off of a ride home. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 11:18. Traffic and weather on the Aides. Joe Conway's in the WTOP Traffic Center.
4: Sandy, let's start off in the district. Talk about the work on I two ninety five northbound, north of Malcolm X Avenue. Only one lane squeezes through under road crew direction. Same kind of situation. I two ninety five southbound. Your work at the Suitland Parkway has only a single lane getting by. Three ninety five south slows leading to the Third Street tunnels where the outbound Case Bridge with no access to the exit ramp for Main Avenue. Three ninety five northbound. You're slow off the Pentagon across the 14th Street Bridge over toward the 12th Street Expressway, can't get onto Lower 14th or to the 12th Street Expressway. Those closures on 395, those ramp closures are all related to today's Marine Corps Marathon which is still underway mostly in the district. Major road closures in the district also include the Rock Creek Parkway as well as Independence Avenue along the National Mall between Main Avenue and the Lincoln Memorial, 14th Street across the Mall between 395 and Constitution remains unavailable as well. The complete list of closures is available at WTOP.com. Maryland side, no reports of any major problems on the highways. You're good so far. On the Virginia side, 95 northbound north of Quantico, the crash has you getting by, staying to the left of about a four mile backup in the ramp from Quantico unavailable. In fact, delays beginning now around Aquia and stretches all the way up to this crash. The easy pass lanes are northbound, southbound 95, slowing across the Occoquan, then rubbernecking to look at the crash northbound near Quantico. Your major road closures in Virginia for the marathon include 110 between Crystal City and Roslyn. You'll find closures throughout downtown Crystal City and downtown Roslyn as well. The Arlington Memorial Bridge is closed as well as the stretch along Memorial Avenue between the cemetery and the Lincoln Memorial. Had an earlier problem on 66 eastbound near Glebe Road. That's been cleared. Only delay we find on 66 eastbound is approaching the Capitol Beltway in volume. We are brought to you by Jiffy Lube Service Centers, keeping you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services, JiffyLubeDC.com. I'm Joe WTOP you Traffic.
0: Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Clay, nice-looking day for all those people out there running or watching the runners.
3: Sandy, we finally got some warm temperatures. We started out this morning in the 30s across many areas, but now temperatures rising up to the 50s. Plenty of sunshine to go around, increasing clouds later on this afternoon as we close out the weekend. Fair skies tonight with the approaching storm system. Systems coming from the south and east, so our temperatures actually will be warm tomorrow. Temperatures in the mid to upper 60s for the trick-or-treaters, but we're going to have some rain coming in for Monday by the time folks are leaving from work, 3, 4 p.m., showers are going to hang around. They'll be in and out, but right around the time, the trick-or-treaters, both young and old, will be out and about. Tuesday and Wednesday, for the first week in November, a warming trend with high temperatures in the mid-60s to low-70s. Area airports right now finally in the 50s. Dulles coming in at 52, BWI 54, and Reagan National, 52 degrees. Hey, thank you, Clay. Brought to you by Len the Plumber,
0: trusted same-day service seven days a week. It's 1121. Hey, Washington
3: fans. This is Doug Williams, Super Bowl 22 MVP. Throughout my career, I've had my share of pain, but no one needs to live that life in pain. The Good Feet Store personally fits art support for your feet that are engineered to relieve foot, knee, and back pain. When I found the Good Feet Store, I found the support I needed for my feet. Good Feet Art Support helped relieve my foot, and back pain and let me get back to living the life I love. I don't go a day without my Good Feet art support. Stop by your nearest Good Feet store today for a free, personalized fitting. Don't take my word for it. See the difference Good Feet art support can make for you. Go to goodfeet.com to find the store nearest you and book your appointment or stop in today. Tell them Doug sent you. The Goodfeet store has seven locations in the greater D.C.
4: and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or stop by the store nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Goodfeet store.
3: No one knows where this market will go. Things could change tomorrow, next week, or next month. At Merrill, we've been here before, and history shows this is the time to stay focused on your future because through every market, the bull will always have your back. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do?
5: Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated, registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor. Member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corporation. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA. Our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anovaorg slash heartbeat. This is WTOP News. It's
0: 1123. Prince William County police have identified the pedestrian killed in a Friday night crash. 31-year-old Jamel Terrell Tanner of Dumfries died after being hit by a car while walking on Dumfries Road. Police continue to investigate, but say Tanner was wearing dark clothing while walking along the road. Speed and impaired driving do not appear to be factors in the incident. No charges have yet been filed. Former Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Robert Horan Jr. has died. He was 90. He oversaw some of the highest-profile criminal cases in the county for 40 years. Including the case against DC sniper Lee Malvo. A longtime friend and colleague, former Prince William County prosecutor Paul Ebert called Haran the best trial lawyer he ever saw. Well, with this being the season of all things, Pumpkin. What do we really know about that orange decoration that sits on our porches? We carve them, we bake them, we spice our coffee with them. But what do we really know about the
2: seasonal favorite, the pumpkin? The pumpkin provides anti-inflammatory properties, which could help thwart heart disease and arthritis. Sally Squires writes the Lean Plate Club blog. It might help fight viruses, bacteria, fungus. The bottom line, what's really behind those smiling, toothless faces that grace our
4: stoops and porches? Besides, of course, a candle. Del Walters, WTOP News.
0: Hey, after all the trick or treating is done, have you ever wondered what happens with all those candy wrappers once the treats are consumed? It's estimated Americans will load up on some 600 million pounds of candy this Halloween. So manufacturers are looking for ways to help recycle the wrappers. Mars Wrigley is sending out more than 17,000 collection bags to have consumers send the wrappers to a specialty recycling firm. G2 Revolution will turn the plastic into pallets to make waste bags for dog walking. Candy wrappers are made from different materials, which makes them tough to recycle candy companies are being urged to continue looking for new packaging methods that are more environmentally friendly. I'm Jackie Quinn. It's eleven twenty five Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. New research finds there are five types of work days. Close to two-thirds are identified as typical or ideal. Three out of ten are crisis or disengaged work days. But Bloomberg reporter Ariane Cohen says the worst is a toxic work day. It means there's a lot of obstacles and challenges or conflicts, and that's all mixed in with a lack of things that would offset those negatives, such as engaging work or encouragement. Often it'll look like office politics, kind of blurring up, and they very much tend to include some emotional conflict, which really thinks your day. And Cohen adds that is something management must rectify, not the employee. It's really not your fault most of the time. The researchers found that the environment largely impacts what kind of day you're having and that managers are very much in charge and able to control the level of encouragement you have, the level of resources you have. Plus, with so many job openings, too many toxic days can prompt workers to leave or look elsewhere. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTOP. Traffic and weather up next. And in case you haven't figured it out yet, many of the road and bridge closures this morning are due to the running of the Marine Corps Marathon. Happening now for the first time since 2019. It's 1126.
5: Election day is November 8th. At the Virginia Department of Elections, we mean it when we say Virginia is for voters. We work
4: hard to make it easy for all eligible voters to cast a vote. Democracy